Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Trigger warning, this may cause triggers or flashbacks for some people, so please be aware that this week's episode may do so. Episode 64, What is Domestic Violence? Most people still find it difficult to talk about domestic violence, but we have to in order to help, educate and raise the discussion about it in order to end domestic violence forever. Domestic violence never just affects one person. It also impacts the children of the relationship, their family or friends. So what is domestic violence? Most people think of domestic violence as being of a physical nature and involving a low income home with an alcoholic wife beating husband. But this could be the furthest from the truth. I'm not writing off this type of violence, but like addictions, domestic violence doesn't care what boundaries it crosses. For example, how much money you have or what kind of education you have, your sexual orientation and can affect men and women. It crosses all boundaries and includes physical, financial, emotional and sexual abuse. You don't have to be in a long-term relationship either, as we see abuse coming through in stalking or dating too. So educating our sons and daughters of the warning signs, which I will talk about, is important. Domestic violence is classified as where one person uses abuse to control and asserts power over their partner in an intimate relationship. It involves any or all of the following, physical, emotional, sexual or financial abuse. And I'll talk about these in a minute. Unfortunately, under the law, stalking and dating are not taken into account as domestic violence or DV. But that doesn't mean that DV doesn't happen there too. This may be different where you are living. Do check it out in your local legislation. There are other forms of legislation in Ireland which may cover you for stalking etc so please do not be afraid to reach out for help if this is the case what is physical abuse physical abuse is perhaps the most recognizable form of domestic violence and can result in physical injury in some cases it may be life-threatening and doesn't always leave visible marks or scars never underestimate what is happening to you as over time it often gets worse. It includes, but this is not an inclusive list, pushing, punching, slapping, biting, hair pulled or head banged off walls or car dashboards, being beaten with objects or stabbed, being gagged to stop the screams, raped, spat or urinated on, being beaten and raped while pregnant, being thrown down the stairs while pregnant. What is emotional abuse? Emotional abuse can be as harmful as physical abuse. It is a means of establishing a power imbalance within a relationship. Outside of the relationship, it can often be unseen or intangible and often involves threats of and actual physical, financial or sexual abuse. Again, this list is not inclusive, but it includes being put down, constant criticism 
or spoken to in a derogatory manner, controlling and monitoring your use of technology, plus using technology to control and abuse you and being constantly followed even within your own home. Threats to kill you, the children, family members or themselves, property being destroyed or taken away, being trapped as they take car keys, empties the petrol from the cars, steals or smashes phones so you can't seek assistance. What is sexual abuse? As there is an imbalance of power in the relationship, sexual abuse is often high. This can include, but not inclusive of, repeatedly being raped and beaten, being told that it is their duty to have sex, raped in front of the children or when particularly physically vulnerable, for example, directly following childbirth. Sexual degradation, for example, enforced use of graphic and hardcore pornography. What is financial abuse? The control of all money and or assets. Again, it is used as a tactic to gain power or dominance and is used to isolate a victim. It can include, again, not an exclusive list, controlling all finances, not allowed to have an independent income or bank account, emptying all joint bank accounts. Must provide all receipts for purchases, not allowed to buy personal items non-payment or erratic payment of child maintenance, women's signatures being forged on checks or other bank documents. This is getting harder as banks want you present, but you may be forced to sign in front of others. Withholding money because you do not want to have sex or denying money for food for you and the children and or money to pay household bills. Using the recession to justify the abuse. What are the warning signs of domestic violence? Every couple has arguments and disagreements from time to time, but when you begin to feel afraid or see a consistent pattern forming, then this could be a sign of domestic violence. Any of the following may be enough to indicate domestic violence. You're afraid of your partner, constantly walking on eggshells because of their mood swings or spending time working out their mood. Your focus is always on their needs. They lose their temper easily and over minor things. The person has hit you or almost hit you and or your children. They have been abusive in a previous relationship. The person has criticised your family and friends or makes it difficult for you to see them or talk to them on your own. They call you names and threaten you and or your children. The individual is jealous and accuses you of flirting and having affairs. They regularly criticise or undermine you in front of other people. This doesn't have to be in front of others. It can be done in private too. Your needs are not considered important or aren't ignored. They make decisions in the relationship. You find it hard to get time on your own. And if you do, they will demand to know what you did and with whom. They control access to the car, the family finances, food, the telephone, the internet. You have been forced to do something that you really did not want to do. They have threatened to have you deported because of your immigration status. You've been forced to have sex with them or other people. They try to control aspects of your life, such as whether you work and where, who you see and when, what you can spend, what you can wear, what you can watch or listen to on the radio or television. You are made to participate in sexual activities that you are uncomfortable with. They demand to know the passwords to your email account and social networking pages. The person has threatened to kill you, your family members, the children or themselves if you leave them. 
The above list is not fully inclusive, but gives you an idea that domestic violence can involve more than physical abuse. Are you in immediate danger? For those over 18, if you can, get out of the situation now, but please be mindful of your safety, and I'll talk about that in a second. You can ring your local police station or guard station, or if it's an emergency in Ireland, call 999 or 112. You can ring Women's Aid in the UK or Ireland. In Ireland, the National Free Phone Helpline is 1800 341 900. The helpline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Or if you are a man, you can contact Men's Aid in Ireland. You can also contact your local refuge and support service. Call someone you trust and ask them for help. If you're under 18... You can also contact your local police station or guard the station. And again, if this is an emergency and you live in Ireland, call 999 or 112. In Ireland, you can also call Childline on 1800 66 66 and they will be able to help you where you can get help near where you live and Childline is open 24 hours a day. You can also call someone you trust and ask them to help you, but please remember your own safety first. Digital abuse and safety. Digital abuse includes online and technology abuse, online stalking, shaming and the non-consensual sharing of explicit images, i.e. revenge porn. It can involve the following, being harassed and monitored online, through mobile phones and texting, can be combined with offline stalking tactics such as damaging property and abusive calls. You can have personal details shared or lies spread about you and be impersonated by your abuser online. Having sexually explicit images and videos that were taken with consent posted online without consent. This is revenge porn. Being advertised on escort sites without their consent or knowledge. Being spied on using specific spyware to monitor you. Find out your online and bank account passwords and keep track of your whereabouts. If you would like help in deleting cookies and browser history, I have a link in the original blog where you can find out more. This links out to Women's Aid, which goes into a lot more detail than I can in this podcast about how to delete your online browsing history. What can you do if you want to leave or help a friend to leave? What are your options if you want to leave and help a friend? I would preference this by saying safety is so important here. Whether you are leaving an abusive relationship or helping a friend, there is a lot of information you will need if you're leaving an abusive relationship, including housing, legal, reporting, assaults, etc. This would make this podcast too long. So I've linked out to the Women's Aids websites where you will find a lot more information on these topics. And don't forget, this information relates to men as well if they are being abused. So please check the links also. If you're a man and living in an abusive relationship, you can go to the Men's Aid website for further support. Men's Aid's helpline is 01554 What are your options? Recognising that you are being abused is an important step. What you do next is up to you. Please ensure you are safe and put together a safety plan before leaving. I'll talk about this in a second, but you can get help from either Women's Aid or Men's Aid to help support you with this. 
Always remember you are now in charge of your life and that of your children's if you have any. You will need support for legal options, maybe housing, immigration guidelines and these can be found on the Women's Aid website. Check these out if you are a man as well. You do need time to recover and to make plans and decisions that are right for you and your family. Men's Aid also have great information on their website for men. Both Women's Aid and Men's Aid offer court accompaniment as well as support. Women's Aid have put together some information on your legal options, safety planning, housing options, reporting assaults, immigration guidelines and the refuges. They also list some other agencies that might be able to support you. There is links in the original blog, which I will leave in the description below. Women's Aid and Men's Aid is there to support you and you can call Women's Aid's national free phone number on 1800 341 As I said, they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as is Men's Aid and they are on 015543811. Safety planning is first. Living in an abusive relationship means that you have to put your safety and that of any children first. If you feel you cannot put together a safety plan for yourself and need some help, Women's Aid or Men's Aid can help you and the refuges and local domestic violence services can also do the same. What if you decide to stay? Never feel guilty about making this decision. Leaving is very difficult. Again, safety is your first priority, so make the following arrangements in case you need to leave or contact emergency services. Keep a phone in a room that locks from the inside and memorise all emergency numbers. Carry a mobile phone with some topped up credit on it. Decide and plan where you will go if you do leave, even if you don't think you'll need to. Make a code word to let the children, family, friends or neighbour know that you're in trouble and need help. If it is safe to do so, keep a handbag or overnight bag with important phone numbers and items in a place where you can grab it if you need to leave in a hurry. You can also leave these at a trusted friend or family member's home. If you are attacked and in immediate danger, remember you can contact your local police station or in Ireland you can contact the Gardaí on 999 or 112. Get out if you can. If you cannot get out, you may be able to avoid going into places like kitchens and the garage where there are plenty of potential weapons. You may also be able to avoid rooms with small areas like closets or crawl spaces where you can be trapped. You may be able to stay away from rooms without windows. Try to alert your friends, family or a neighbour that you're in trouble and need help. Remember your code word. When you decide to leave, preparation comes next. If you do plan to leave, decide when and where you will go. Confide in your children if possible. Make sure they are old enough to understand that this must be kept secret and reassure them that you have plans for how to protect them but that you need their cooperation. If possible, you can plan an escape route and teach it to your children. Agree a code word to signal to your children that it's time to leave now. If you feel that it's not safe or appropriate to confide in your children, try to have their belongings ready if possible or leave a suitcase of clothes with a family member or friend you trust. Clothes can be removed one item or two at a time from your home. If you can, open a savings account in your own name to establish and increase your financial independence. Identify who will let you and your children stay with them or lend you some money. 
Leave money, extra keys and a copy of important documents and clothes with someone you trust. Review your safety plan with women's aid or men's aid or someone who is supporting you. What do you need to take? Don't worry if you cannot take any of the items mentioned. Safety is important first and foremost, so you may not be able to leave with any of these items. You can return later with someone to support you. The main items are money, clothing, identification, such as driver's license, passport, birth certificates for yourself and your children, medication, ATM, credit or debit cards, keys to your home, your car and your office if you have one, your children's favourite toys or blankets, important numbers, and I'll give you some in a moment. Other useful items could be health insurance information, social welfare documentation, school or medical records, welfare ID or work permits, housing documents such as a lease, a deed or a mortgage payment statement, financial records, marriage license or certificate, protection orders, custody papers, immigration papers, sentimental items such as photographs or favourite books you wish to keep. What are the important numbers to remember? Keep a list of important phone numbers to close to hand including a taxi, friends and family, women's age or men's age national free phone helplines, local women's refuge, the local rape crisis centre, social welfare office, housing office or county council housing office in Ireland, solicitors, your doctor, your work supervisor or manager, your local police station or guard station and only keep a written safety plan if it is safe for you to do so. Things to do to protect your safety after leaving. Abusive relationships don't always end when you leave. Former partners may follow you or contact you and try to continue the abuse. Some things to help you when you do leave to stay safe. Obtain a barring or protection order through the courts. Keep in touch with women's aid or men's aid or your local domestic violence service. They will help you plan your safety as your circumstances change. Delete social media accounts. Get an unlisted phone number and caller ID. Make sure to only give your phone number to people you trust and they know not to give it to anyone else. Screen all calls. Save all messages that are threatening or which violate a domestic violence order. You can report these to the police also. Open new bank accounts in your name only. Avoid staying home alone and vary your daily routine. If you have to meet your partner, try to do it in a public place. Prepare your children so they know what they should do if they see this person. Let teachers know that you are the only one authorised to pick up your children from school. Make sure that no one at your child's school gives out your contact information. Let your supervisor or manager at work know you're about your situation and arrange protective measures there too. Helping someone you know. It can be very difficult to help someone you know unless they have been very open about their situation with you. Unfortunately, most domestic violence takes place under secrecy. So you may be very shocked to find out your friend is a victim in the first place. They need your support and must trust you a great deal to confide in you to begin with. A note of caution, please ensure your safety too, as abusers will not take too kindly to any interference from anyone. So how can you help? Emotional support. Listen to them and try to understand. Please be mindful of not blaming them. Tell them that they are not alone and that there are many men and women like them in similar situations. 
Acknowledge their trust in you and give them time to talk, but don't push them to go into too much detail if they don't want to. Acknowledge that they are in a frightening and very difficult situation. Tell them that no one deserves to be threatened or beaten, despite what their abuser has told them. Nothing they can do or say can justify the abuser's behaviour. Support them as a friend. Encourage them to express their feelings, whatever they are. Allow them to make their own decisions. Don't tell them to leave the relationship if they are not ready to do this. This is their decision. Practical support. Tell them about the Women's Aid National Free Helpline in your area. In Ireland, it is 1800-341-900. These are usually open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or Men's Aid. This is support for men who are in abusive relationships. And their phone number in Ireland is 015543811. These numbers are for Ireland only, so please check your local domestic violence offices. Add the Women's Aid and Men's Aid helplines to your list of contacts in your mobile phone should your friend ever need it. Give them mobile phone credit so they can make calls in case of emergency. Ask if they have suffered physical harm. If so, offer to go with them to a hospital or to see their GP or main doctor. Suggest that it might be useful in future to have records of any injuries as abuse frequently escalates over time. Help them to report the assault to the police. Go with them to visit a solicitor. Agree on a code word with them, which they can use if they're in danger and need help. Never barge into a situation on your own. Call the police first and allow them to deal with it. Plan safety strategies for leaving an abusive relationship with them. Offer your friend the use of your address and or telephone number. Tell them you will look after an emergency bag for them. Give them a small amount of money to put away in case they need a taxi or bus in an emergency. Please never put yourself in danger. Never offer to talk to the abuser about your friend. Remember, you can also call Women's Aid or Men's Aid's helpline for information and support too. Your friend is going to need therapy. You will also need it as you are dealing with a very stressful situation. Leaving a domestic violence relationship is never easy, but it can be done. This takes a huge amount of courage. And if you find yourself in this position, please be aware you are not alone. There is some wonderful help out there, some great people that can support you throughout the process, offer advice, therapy and help you create the life you need and want for yourself and your children. So please reach out. There are two videos on this topic in the original blogs. So please do check them out. I will leave a link in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.debrabrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week. 